0: ladies and gentlemen, it's your boy Smitty here with the Daily Dimensions podcast and I am joined by my friend, educator, entrepreneur, and just all around legend man, Jasmine. Welcome to the show, welcome to the show.
1: Thank you for having me today. I'm very excited to now join the Daily Dimensions crew.
0: We got another one man. So before we get started, right, where can we find you on social media? Where can people follow you, see your work, all that fun stuff?
1: Yes, you can follow me on Instagram at underscore J-A-S-S. M-I-4-N-S. Um, 4-N-S. Yes, 4-N-S. That's my name. (laughs) Um, And you can follow me on there. My work is um, shared in my, the link in my bio. Mm -hmm. And if you need anything else, you can contact me through my Instagram. I have my business phone number up there available for bookings and um, inquiries and things like that.
0: Okay, awesome. And I'm gonna let y'all know, right? When you go to her page, understand right now, this is a lot of humility. (laughs) She is very humble. She did this to me. She was like, yeah, just follow me. I follow her. I get home and it's like, the most amazing work ever. So, like, definitely tap in where we're gonna put her bio and everything in the show notes. We are gonna do that. Thank
1: you. But
0: getting into it. So off rip, of how we met. We was the event I was telling y'all about. I did like twenty five interviews in one day, and Jasmine comes up to me. I didn't know Jasmine from nothing. <laughs> she I didn't can't know paint me
1: nothing. from
0: a can of paint, nothing. And she's like, "Yeah, let's do an interview." And I'm like, "Okay, let's do it. Let's make it happen." And through that conversation, I realized. We need a bigger interview than what we just had in those two, three minutes, because you do so, so much like not just, oh, you do so much and it needs to be acknowledged. It needs to be shared. People need to see it. So the thing that immediately caught me was how you work as an educator. So can you tell us real quickly what it is you do? And then we're going to touch in on that.
1: Yes. um, I appreciate the acknowledgement. Thank you. I really do. Always. Um, so I work with children uh, for my full-time job. I work with children with autism and I love, love, love what I do. I'm entering my fourth school year working with children with autism and it has just shown me so much about how children interact. Um, about, like, how to really be a support system for kids. And mm. actually, it's actually taught me how to care for people in general, like, you know, just to, like, open my heart up and be much more compassionate, much more understanding. Um, it's, it's shown me so much, and it's been a beautiful experience from, from what I've been able to learn and um, how it's taught me to just grow, you know, more in my, in my mind and in my heart.
0: I love that, man. And I love how it just exposes different sides of yourself. Because if you haven't worked with people with mental illnesses, it's a whole different what you think it's going to be and what it is once you start is very different, especially children with autism. Mm-hmm. And I remember I had an internship in college and I was at an elementary school working with kids with autism. And it just opened my eyes up so mm-hmm. much, like the level of just care you have to have and patience. Um, do you feel like in that work experience it's helped you to be even a better person outside of that? Like as you enter out into the world outside of the people that you work with?
1: Yes, it definitely has. I actually, um, I got the job at a time where I was kind of hurt as a person. Like, I was actually healed. I was more so healing as a person. Yeah. And having to go into a job that um, I had to, like, really use my heart because I had to. Like, you know, it, it gave me that extra push that I needed to go the, the rest of my journey. Like, you know, opening myself up back opening myself back up. So mm-hmm. it has um, taught me a whole lot, you know, has helped me grow and shaped me and shaped me as a person a whole lot because um one thing that has taught me like outside of teaching academics it's taught me how to like still care for someone and and not hold things against them yeah. like you know like they could wild out like you no know, <laughs> really <laughs> they wild have out them days yes. yes um you know i ha- students can like smack you in the face it can get really very physical as it happened to me um plenty of times
0: they don't know as a teacher you might have to box a kid right oh, it, gets it gets serious it
1: gets serious it really gets real in the paint so um (laughs) like you know it's taught me how not to hold things against people um and it's that that's a skill that was valuable valuable for me and translated into actually like you know my adult
0: life outside Mm -hmm. of work we love that man so then what's the ultimate goal do you want to stay in education forever do you want to like eventually be a social worker or how, how where do you see this going for you
1: Yes, my angle was education, and um, I always wanted to keep it a part of me. Like you know, I want to be an artist with photography, and I always want to be an educator. I don't want to have to let one of those go. So I can see my end goal being me owning and operating a daycare, and mm. I would love for also to have a component to offer um, ABA therapy, like a therapy for kids yeah. on, on the spectrum. I would love, to, like, so I would love to have that, and that would be like you know my. I get to a point where I don't have to be there every single day. I'll just have It'll that. It'll just run itself. It. Mm-hmm. So I go off and be a photographer
0: we need that man yes. access to like that early childhood education and all that like we we definitely need that mm-hmm. so you run that daycare i'm sending my kids to you like geez, them <laughs> treat come them right on. i need yes. them speaking french by <laughs> two years old and oh you broke something no, 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 you
1: break? So what
0: <laughs> but um nah we love that because it's it's something that's so important and doesn't get talked about enough like we We'd never know how many people are truly like as a parent, even or as a brother or sister, have someone in their family with special needs Mm -hmm. and like need that different attention and just the love and care that is is necessary. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think we're, we're finally entering into a space where the world is opening up to these kinds of things. We're having these conversations. We're on platforms like this, making these things happen. So I love that. And what I also love is that you said you don't want to give up either one of your visions. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about photography a little bit. How did you like what made you first pick up a camera? What what got you into that?
1: Cool. So. So. I've been in love with photos since I was a little kid. Like um, my mom always had a bunch of photo albums and I would just love going through them and looking at like my baby photos, photos of like family reunions, um, old Halloween costume photos. I just love looking at pictures. So I think it was just something that I was born with. And then when I got to high school, I took a photography class and I enjoyed it. I learned some basic principles about, you know, how to compose a picture and um settings and things like that um and then way after high school way after college i just bought a camera i was like let me just try it out let's just do it yeah and it took me very far farther than i would have imagined sooner than i would have imagined like Mm -hmm. so it's just been a great journey but i've always loved photos and i just picked up i just i was on sale i bought my camera on president's day i always tell people if you want to buy expensive equipment president's day Day." yes i bought it for like i probably got four hundred dollars off my camera 400, yes. So I always so tell nah, people, President's that. Day, uh, February, that. um, Black Friday, President's Day, Memorial Day, Labor Day, those like they have the best sales. So the nah, best see, I
0: know the other days, but President's mm-hmm. Day is a weird one because yeah. I, who, uh, who really celebrates President's, President's Day? Day exactly, <laughs> except for when Barack was here, we was on it. <laughs> yes, <laughs> That's yes. when we was on it, but okay. So now, this journey, as let, let me say this too, there's not that many women in the camera space it's like every person you see with a camera is, is is a male and the places you have to go as a camera person is a lot of male dominated spaces so do you ever get intimidated being in these male dominated spaces or do you feel like yo I'm like I'm really him like I'm really her like <laughs> I'm supposed to be here
1: mm-hmm. I definitely feel like I'm her um, big hair, definitely her big heart. Yes. Um, I, I usually don't feel intimidated. Thankfully I feel safe. You know, wherever I go, I, I don't go places where I think I won't be safe or I think that it's not straight business. I will not yeah. go. Um, ain't
0: nobody hit you one them crazy. Like, yo, let's work yeah. and the work look like <laughs> something different. No,
1: Thankfully, <laughs> thankfully it hasn't been that. Okay. Um, but yeah, like, you know, I just, try to beforehand make sure the people that approach me are about business. Um, You know, I don't want anything personal. It's just for business. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And yeah, you know, I don't film somebody wherever I go. Like, you know, God has put put me in these rooms so I got to be there like, you know, like I'm supposed to be there. So
0: Yeah. So now you mentioned it. God has put you in some rooms, man. And, you know, a door he opens, nobody could close it, right? Mm -hmm. So one of these rooms he's put you in is bars on I-95. And for y'all who don't know there's no reason you shouldn't know but bars on i-95 is one of the litest platforms especially this side of the country but nationwide it's major yes like the, the the guest list that has been on that show the talent that has come through that show those of
1: a politics come
0: on <laughs> and you're a part of making that happen so like how did that connection happened how did that door open how did god make that mm-hmm. way for you let's talk about it
1: yes it's honestly like just literally nobody but god i think that um i've just been able to get my name out within the state especially working with music artists like um in the beginning of my career i work with kaylee roselle and sholey i'm um, a rapper sholey
0: shout out to sholey right? yeah
1: so you know i worked with two music artists that people have whenever they see me with a camera they just associated me with doing music yeah and you know bars is Connecticut's number one hip hop and rap platform. Number so, of one. course, we do music. So, um, you know, when they reached out to me, it was just an, an, an organic fit. And I had to, like, do a trial run and some stuff like that to mm. just um, show them my work. But damn, everything worked out. And it's been an amazing experience. Like, from the first time I shot my first concert, mm. like, I knew immediately that I wanted to use my camera to capture things music-related. So it's a, a an immense blessing to shoot with bars, like, not, not only for... Um, the stature we're acquiring, like, you know, amongst platforms and stuff like that, because yeah. we're, we're based out of Connecticut, but we're growing. We've done shows on Cali and um, Arizona, stuff like that. So we're definitely growing. But just like because it means so much to me, like I love music yeah. and I love using my camera to capture music. So it's just amazing. Like it's been a huge blessing.
0: So now, what you do with them? Do you do just the photography piece? Do you do video? Do you do everything? I seen you DJing the other day. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, okay, she really does everything. Like, yes. <laughs> I'm
1: a I'm a Jill of all trades, but I'm a production photographer for bars, and I actually. Um, did the camera work on a previous episode that we're gonna air soon. So I I did a video on top okay. of ours, you know.
0: Nice, um, nice.
1: Um so I'm a kind of a utility player. But <laughs> for the most part I'm a I'm a production photographer. And I did learn I did um did some DJing. We were having we had a break in between shows and one of our DJs, E one, like taught me the basics and it, it was fun. Yeah, shout out to the DJs because you have to really think quick and you yes, have to like, yes, you know, you know you be on it. But I had a good time. It was really fun. So let me find out you're <laughs> about to be traveling, you and never taking know. photos <laughs> DJing. <laughs> (laughs) I'm going to do it all. all. I'll be like my one-stop shop for entertainment, capture it and, you know, provide it. And then
0: provide the music as well. Yeah. We love that, man. (laughs) So your your work with bars, um, do you see that being something that continues with you long term or do you see yourself even growing as it grows or growing even bigger, you Hmm. know, kind of thing?
1: Um, I would love to shoot with bars as long as I can. I think that bars will only get bigger. Um, you know, our reach will only grow, and I would love to write it out and see how far it goes because, you know, we we could go all the way. Like, we could be... We are... We have a lot of recognition, yeah. but we could be bigger as, you know, anybody else's platform. So yeah, I'm making magic happen yeah, right now. Yeah, you know, we're really um, covering ground. So I would love to ride write it out with bars and see how, how far we can go.
0: You might be able to teach your kids how to write some rhymes. And I ain't going to hold you. I
1: might. I might. You never <laughs> know. It might be the
0: dopest field trip they ever take. <laughs>
1: right, right. You know, bring your kid to work. Then there's bars on I-95. That would be so cool. Yeah.
0: would be like, my mom's cooler than yours. <laughs> right. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, man. I love it. I love it. I love it. And then... You know, that's not just all of who you are. You know, obviously there's the photography, there's the videos, there's the educator piece. But what I think I love about you the most is that you're a woman of faith. Even before we was talking about it, right? Like you you be fasting and I love it. You know, you prayer, walking with God, keeping him close. What does your spiritual life mean to you as you enter out into this, this crazy world we find ourselves in?
1: yes um that's a great question and i would love for you to talk about it too if you'd like um we, that's hey, we, we here yes that's a great question um and i was telling my dad the other day that <clears throat> as i'm you know a photographer within the music industry is so much going on within the music industry very much it's <laughs> so like much going the devil's on playground it man. really is you know it really is so i'm glad that um I've had some of my foundational experiences with God early on in my life and in my career, especially, mm. you know, early on in my career, because I've gotten to a point where, um, you know, my faith and my values and God is my North Star, not anything else. So, you know, I, mm. I know what I have to um, okay. I know what I have to let guide me and I know what I have to answer to, like, you know. Rather than just get sucked up in everything else, because you can, it's easy to get sucked up in in the music industry. Even very though, easy. even though I'm a photographer, you know, I'm not a rapper. I'm not in the booth, whatever. Like, I'm right next to these people, and it's really easy to get sucked into all of that.
0: Yeah, if you're surrounded by it all the time, and you feel me, it's bottles and mm-hmm. drugs and all this mm-hmm. stuff everywhere. It's very easy to get swept up in it, even if you're mm-hmm. just a camera person, because you literally you document it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you feel me? You may not be parta- partaking in it, but you're documenting it. Mm-hmm. So um, one thing I, I posted the other day, I forgot when, but it was it was a little bit back. And it's like your principles should dictate your situation. Your situation shouldn't dictate mm-hmm. your principles. Mm-hmm. And what I love is that you can find yourself in this space, but your principles aren't changing. Yes. You know, you're able to be that light in a room where there may be a little bit of darkness, <laughs> you know. And do you feel as though hmm, I don't want to phrase this? do you feel as though you're able to be a light in this, in that space to people, even though it may be like so, a little dark sometimes?
1: Mm-hmm. Yes. I think that, you know, I'm, I'm one thing that I'm realizing and I'm understanding is that God really does have me on assignment wherever I go.
0: Big assignment. Yeah. You
1: know, so, um, I, whatever it is and whatever I, I, and I'm one thing that I'm also realizing too, is that I am a light wherever I go. Like, you know, I do bring yeah. good energy wherever I go. I do bring, um, I feel like, you know, just a good good word, good morale, stuff like that. So, I'm definitely, I'm positive that, you know, wherever God has me is for a reason. And so, I'll, I'll you know, reach out to somebody or connect with somebody on some kind of purposeful. Yeah. No level. Wherever you go, you're
0: being used. <laughs> mm-hmm. I love that, man. And then, so, <clears throat> another thing we want to touch on, right, keeping it in the faith realm, is... In a world where, and we touched on it earlier, in a world where the ice spices, is, is, (laughs) you feel me, like, is is the ones that's being recognized and, like, you got to show some skin and you got to do this and you got to do that. Do you ever feel like there's pressure to be that kind of person, to be acknowledged and to be accepted? And then how do you fight that and just stay who you are, stay true to yourself? Mm Mm-hmm. especially in the music realm because it's like everybody wants something
1: yes (laughs) um i think that within the music realm women have expects so i think that like within the music realm industry-ish um it's so male dominated right Mm -hmm. so like you know everything is kind of based off of male thinking Right. Yeah. <laughs> so I think that when women enter the music industry, being in some cases, you know, being that it's so um, male, it's based off a of male thought. I think that women are kind of looked at as objects rather than like, you know, business. People. Yeah. You know, so I think that, yes, to some extent, like I feel like whenever women are around. In the music industry, there is, like, you know, some kind of pressure to look a certain way, to carry Mm. someone a certain way, like, dress a certain way, X, Y, Z. But, um, and luckily, I've been around people who have respected me for who I am and, you know, like, not tried to do too much. Push it that way. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but so, yeah, I do think that women, there is pressure for women to kind of, like, you know, play that sexy role. Mm. But, um... Luckily, I know who I am, like, and my parents raised me with great morals. Like, my parents raised me, like, <laughs> so that I would be well-equipped to, you know, mm-hmm. go, you know, encounter these kind of things. Um, like, my parents were real strict with how I dressed when I was younger and stuff. So, it just always stuck <laughs> with me. Like, you know, I, I, I haven't been a very liberal-dressing kind of person um, up until, like, my last few years. So... Started um branching out a
0: little bit. Yeah.
1: But, like, you know, it hasn't been, like... I, I don't feel that pressure. I'm I'm comfortable being myself with what I'm saying. Like I'm comfortable yeah. being myself. I'm not. I'm comfortable not having to look cute for somebody when I'm there for business. Like, yeah. Of course, you know you want to maintain a, a good first impression and a good impression. But I'm I'm confident in myself and not you know being nobody's object
0: mm. of desire. No. <laughs> we love it, man. Yeah. you know who you are, mm-hmm. and that's the biggest thing because there's so many people and like. This is not, like, directed towards... But there's so many people that are just lost mm-hmm. and don't know who they are. <clears throat> and because they're lost, they just bounce around from thing to thing mm-hmm. and, like, person to person mm-hmm. and place to place. Mm-hmm. So, knowing who you are and, like, staying firm in that, don't ever lose that. Yes. We're going to revisit this conversation, like, five years from now when you at the, the BT Awards <laughs> and the Grammys. I'm like, stay who yes. you are. All right? H- <laughs> but, hold me accountable to that. You gonna, feel me?
1: Yeah bring it back you we know, you
0: definitely that. will and you talked about your parents so you know you said they had you like dressed strictly was they sending you like to school with like no skin showing you no. can't show your <laughs> wrists like no, no ankles <laughs> full pants on like no
1: it was not that bad thankfully it wasn't that bad it <laughs> wasn't that strict um but my parents just Always taught me like um, just to have like good standards and how to present myself. Like you know, my my dad was really big on cultivating like my intellect. Um, mm. so I, w- I was just naturally like never a girl who was focused on like my looks. Like you know, I think feeling always been pretty, but like you know, <laughs> um, I I was never one that was focused on my looks or it was yeah. like looks first. So I don't I don't bring that in with me. You know, when I when I'm around these people that are um that think of women as. An object for first before a person like mm. no
0: and then you you mentioned your dad right so how important has it been for you to have a dad that instills that kind of thing in you because we was mentioning earlier about like fathers aren't always present and how that can shape like we talk about how it affects men and we have men being raised by women, woman right but there are a lot of women who need a men's presence as well. And they're missing out from having that. So how important is it that your dad was able to instill some of these things in you to you?
1: Yes. It's very important. Um Thankfully, like, you know, uh, uh, men and women complement each other. And when you don't have that complimenting role, you are out of whack, you know? Mary. Yeah. So it goes for relationships, like, you know, friendships, intimate relationships. And it also not, of course, naturally it goes for life. Like, you know, from your parents, to a kid so a, a girl needs her dad and a, a, a boy needs his mom in the same way that you know you need your parents like you yeah. know it's very important to have that balance um especially very important for have a, for a woman to have her father um so it has taught me a lot like you know it has given me like an example of how I should be treated. And when I went into the (laughs) dating world, it was so different because my dad, you know, me and my dad have had our ups and downs. Mm. um, And we've had some, definitely some rocky stages in our relationship. But right now we're at a point where um, we're just, you know, working towards renewal and working towards restoring our relationship, which is really good. So we've had some downs, but my dad treats, treats me great. Like you know, I don't have to <laughs> I don't have to worry about nothing when he it comes set to that my standard, dad. Man. Yes. So like when I got into dating and i I see how guys treat women, I'm like, ew, like what? So it's actually very important for women to have that example of like you know how you should be treated, and also mm. for a woman to not to not be lacking things, like, you know, to not want. Yeah,
0: you don't need it. You don't got to go find it in someone else. Like, Mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. So if you could give advice, right, to our our age range right now, woman coming up, like, what would you say to that younger woman who is trying to find herself, stepping into this dating world, trying to be independent, you know, be a big girl? What would you say to that girl right now? What's the advice you would give her? Mm. mm,
1: That's a a good question. Mm Mm-hmm. Let's see. The most important thing I would say or some advice I would give to a young woman coming up. Mm, One thing I would say is to check in with yourself. Yeah. You know, like daily or at least once a week and talk to you it's like you know how am i feeling today what am i doing like you know what did i allow to happen to me what's going on in my relationship like you know do i like it is it making me happy is it not making me happy are there some red flags here
0: yeah. like don't just
1: be on autopilot don't just let things go <laughs> just you know keep going with the flow check in sometimes think about like you know how your actions are are What they say about how you feel about yourself, what they say about how much you respect yourself, things like that. Like, you know, really check in with yourself and allow um, yourself and be connected with yourself. Don't be Mm -hmm. disconnected with yourself because when you aren't in tune with yourself, you know, anything goes, you go where the wind blows. But when you're connected with yourself and you know who you are, like you can stand firm and stay grounded. That's a fact. You know who you are, who you're not.
0: And it's important to be that way because it lets you set boundaries. And a lot of people I've been there, I struggled with boundaries for such a long time. And boundaries are so important because if you don't set that boundary, the other person's going to set it for you. Mm -hmm. And if you keep letting them push that line and push that line and push that line, eventually you're going to start losing yourself. And you're going to be like, I used to be this person. Now I'm that person. Mm -hmm. Now I'm that person. Now I'm that person. And you look up and you're like, dang, how did I get here? (laughs) You know? like where did i get to this point where i don't love myself no more and i don't feel this way and i i I feel the other way Mm -hmm. you know so boundaries is is super super important yes and do you oh go ahead go ahead because you look like you about to to (laughs) drop a gem and i'm not gonna stop you from dropping this gem go ahead
1: um yes boundaries have been monumental for me like you know i realized that i grew up and i didn't know how to set boundaries with people and it was like realizing that was a shocker and having to implement them, implement them was a shocker. Like, it, it was a hurdle for me. It was yeah. a lesson for me. But yes, in the same way that you said that, you know, once you'll get to a point, you'll find yourself at a point where you don't know how these things happen. Like, you're absolutely right when you don't have... Um, boundaries when you you can't say nah that's too much you can't get that part of me or you know don't treat me like that Mm -hmm. Um, you get so far that you don't realize like you know what's going on and you can be so unhappy with yourself so I think that like checking in like you know along the stages is a great way to slow things down and not get it to that point where you feel like it's overwhelming but just you know you can get a grip on it as things you know as things come up you can deal with them. Mm
0: -hmm. You know what I could see you doing? I, and you probably heard it before you got that look like someone's told it to you before but i can definitely see you speaking to young women really yes like i could see you having your own group kind of thing like mm. even edu- like i feel like that educator in you <laughs> can lead some good women man mm. i feel like you can be a part of bringing up that next generation of women that like loves themselves cares about themselves doesn't have to be a city girl don't got to be Meg the stallion like your knees don't got to be good for mm. you to be a good person i can definitely see you doing that man I I, I'm, gonna keep, I'm
1: gonna keep that in mind
0: if you hear it again just remember where you heard it first you know yes, we spoke yes. that into existence right now mm-hmm. um so tell us what's next for you you know i know you got a lot of different things happening bars is obviously a part of your life what's next in your creative journey what do you want to start making happen soon
1: I could say what's next for me is I want to go back to shooting for fun
0: Mm. and I
1: would love to get to a point where I do um, like exhibits and like show my work Mm. in person. Yes, I would love to do that. So I really want to get back to shooting, not just for business. I'll obviously keep my business, of course, but you yes, but I want to get back to just shooting for fun. Like, you know, having a vision in my mind and just, creating it and bringing it into fruition and putting it in a picture so i would love to do that and i would love to you know maybe at at least for now once a year um show my work so maybe like you know do a a in-person photo dump of some of my work with bars on 95 Mm. or like you know do a little showcase of People that I've shot with and pictures that I didn't get to post on Instagram, things like that. Yeah, I would love to get into um, showing my work in person because I one thing about me, I'm I'm a sensitive artist.
0: You said I'm sensitive (laughs) about my stuff. Yes.
1: So whenever I post work, I love to talk about it. Like I love to have some engage there. Some
0: dialogue
1: behind it. Yes. I think that's important for art. Like, you know, art is to be consumed and to, like, you know, be digested and talked about and, you know, what do you get from this? What do you see from that? What do you enjoy about this? Like, yeah, I picture's
0: think picture's worth a thousand words.
1: Yeah, I think that's very important for art. So I don't like it when I post, and not just from, like, a likes, like a, a numbers standpoint, but I don't like it when I post my work on Instagram and it kind of gets, like, lost in the algorithm or whatever it is, you know? I don't like yes. that. I post my work because I want people to engage with me, you know? Mm-hmm. So I think that I would enjoy doing, like, at least one show per year, like just showing my work in person so I can actually get to meet people and talk to them about, you know, my art and what they think about it and stuff like that.
0: I love that for you, man, because like you said, and I've had this conversation a million times, I hate Instagram with a passion. (laughs) And it's even worse if you're someone who's a photographer or, or a videographer or anything in that realm, because you can create something so amazing and put it out there, and Instagram is gonna lower your quality. It's gonna lower the engagement. Mm-hmm. People won't see it. And it's like, where else am I gonna put this mm-hmm. work? So, creating that space for yourself is great and for you to celebrate yourself.
1: Yes, right? you know,
0: because again, one of the most humble people I've ever met. <laughs> and we haven't known each other that long. But one of the most humble people I've ever met. And it's okay to celebrate yourself. I don't know if anybody told you that, but I'm going to tell you today. Thank you. It is okay to celebrate yourself and you good at what you do. Thank like, you. Thank you. Thank you. Fire thank you, thank you. Thank <laughs> at you, thank what you, thank you thank do. You. Thank you. So you see how you're trying to rush through the thank yous? It's, it's, <laughs> it's uncomfortable. It's uncomfortable. <laughs> but, um, nah, definitely. And as you create more fun projects, right, what are, what are the kind of things that you want to get into like what style of photography is really your style
1: yes yeah, so I want to do like my dream project I'm not my dream project right now is like a case study on love through like images like mm. I'm a big lover girl and I would like to like so like you know there's and there's Greek words for love and, like, you know, agape love or, like, you know, there's, like, different kinds of love. Like, different kinds. It could be, like, um, friendly love, family love, erotic love. There's a lot of different kinds of love. So I want to, like, document each kind of love. Like, um, have an exhibit and one wall would be, like, Whatever kind of love, like whatever the Greek yeah, word, word is, and then it another. Falls into. So yeah, so like this, I think there's like six words, six kinds of loves, so mm. like you know, family love, romantic love, friendly love, stuff like that. So one one lane will be like you know, family love. I have pictures of like family members engaging and stuff like that. Yeah. Um. And then have like an, another kind of love. So I, I want to like put love on images, like show show people what love looks like, how it feels like, capture it on camera. Mm. All, all the different kinds of love I see
0: the vision man nah this is we gotta make this happen yes. somehow we can't <laughs> let this die right here right, on the podcast that's my dream project so. we gotta do that nah we are gonna mm-hmm. accomplish that it's gonna happen by next year yes it's yes, gonna happen yes. it's up in the air now yes right it is <laughs> <laughs> and um let me ask you this you know this is one of my closing questions right and I love asking everybody this and I, I think I asked you this that day Right. What's and you could probably give a different answer now because you, you'd be thinking about it. <laughs> What's one piece of advice that you would give to the younger Jasmine?
1: Yes. All right, so last time you asked me this, I said, remember that things take time. Mm-hmm. Um, my younger Jasmine piece of advice, I would say. this is a good question
0: it's always a good question yeah, it's man a good question it hits every time it does
1: <laughs> i would say hmm i don't know i uh, i w- yeah i was i would say <laughs> all right I would say like don't, don't undervalue do yourself don't That's undervalue yourself yeah I think that I think for me um i One thing, sometimes you're not, you're not always lacking in self-esteem, but sometimes you just don't know how special you are. Like, and I feel like I'm a pretty special person and I'm kind of coming to realize that. But before, like I did not like I kind of let people treat me like I was regular and I wasn't regular. Mm -hmm. So (laughs) yeah, like, you know, when you guys have something special, you have to realize it and operate in that. And Mm -hmm. you know, like you said, like, don't be afraid to say I'm special. Like, you know? Yeah.
0: No, that's a fact. Okay. And then again, thank you for coming. This was like a dope interview and we definitely going to talk more off camera because I feel like I got to pick your brain a little bit. Yeah. Um That might be you pay for that info, <laughs> but um thank you for coming I, and thank you for just being you. I feel like this world needs more of you. And as you go out and continue to do what you do, I just hope that, like, you know, keep God close. Keep them values, keep making things happen. And one time for everybody who's watching, like, where can we find your work? I know it's like four N's and five A's. <laughs> so, like, where can we find your work? Where can we support you in this journey? Like, yes. let us know.
1: Yes, make sure you follow Daily Dimension, make sure it's happening with them. And I appreciate your recognition and thank you for doing what you do. Like, you know, you offer very thought-provoking, introspective kind of um, messages. And people need that. Like, you know, everything is not just cars and chains and cool clothes. <laughs> like, you know, we need to think about how we fit and think about yeah. what we're doing. So thank you for your work and, you know, thank you for your your ideas and, putting them into fruition and actually doing the work because you're sharing very valuable content. Like when I was, um, when I was, had my days where I didn't know myself so well, I looked to a lot of Instagram Instagram pages like this to offer like, you know, valuable content, things to help me like feel my way through and, you know, listen to other people talk about how, what they've been through to help me guide, you know, to help guide me as well. Yeah. So, you know, you're offering very valuable content Keep keep doing that, what man. you do. Yes. But after you follow Daily Dimensions, make sure you can follow <laughs> me at underscore j a s s m i four n n n n four n um yes feel free to reach out to me for booking for photography i love to do family portraits um birthday events things like that and just get in contact with i'm um, familiar with my work and be in tune for more
0: we love it man all right so till next time this is daily dimensions love y'all man peace peace